Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Enhancing the Human Experience, the podcast designed to help you get the most out of life. So I'm ultra excited today. My good friend, Tiffany Falvey, a life coach, is here. She's going to talk to us about amazing stuff. I have such a high degree of respect for Tiffany and what she does, and I've benefited so much just from knowing her and being her friend. So Tiffany, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for that wonderful intro. You're welcome. Absolutely. So how is your how's your day going? It's wonderful. It's beautiful here in Boise, Idaho. Sunny, it's warm. so nice. Yes, we, we are so fortunate. The temperatures are dropping down a little bit and giving us a little reprieve from this heat. Yeah, the evenings have been perfect and it's nice to wake up to some fresh air. Totally, totally. So I introduced you, but tell us what you do. I'm a life coach who specializes in manifestation. So I'm essentially a manifestation consultant. So I look at the areas where you're not in alignment with that which you say that you want to have in your life. And I help you course correct so that you become in alignment with all of the hidden laws that are floating around out there for us to abide by that most of us don't know exist and they don't know how they're affecting our lives. And so I bring some knowledge and some education to that that area of of the unknown that most of us, we really haven't had a lot of experience with. Sure, sure. You know, it almost seems like what your type of, the type of life coaching you do is becoming more popular I mean, it seems like there's an influx of that, like maybe the consciousness is ready for it now, or what, what's your sense? I mean, you're in the industry. Has it always been like this, or are more people coming to you for that type of coaching? I think that we've reached a time in the world where there's a big dichotomy. So we have a very large portion of the population that is seeking enlightenment and they're seeking to understand their purpose on the planet and they're seeking to understand everybody's purpose on the planet. And then we have a sector of the population that is disinterested in that. And then we also have a sector of the population that's interested but hasn't studied it. And so what we're doing is we're making friends. So those of us that have studied it, because it has been around forever since the beginning of time, and those of us that have been studying it or have had a thirst for it are realizing that that cumulative knowledge that we've had since we were young is something that, if shared, can really alter and change someone's life in a very positive way. Sure, sure. It almost seems like people are tapping more into the spiritual side, the unseen side, than they have ever before in history. Do you, are you finding that? Yeah, I think that people are leaning into and flirting with the esoteric, with the things that your intuitive self has always been, I think, aware of. We just haven't been given permission to utilize that facet of us. And so it's fun to start practicing and using some of our higher knowledge, higher consciousness. Absolutely, right. And almost like stop playing in the mud, so to speak, right? Even though there's a, a degree of value there, but it's, I, I see what you're saying. Well, it's like instead of being in the valleys, we're, we're up high in an elevated state overlooking our lives. And we can see the vantage point from there is so much better than when you're in the muck and the mire and you're trying to see out. You, It's very hard to see beyond that forest that we create within our thoughts and within our families and within society. We, we get really trapped. And so if, 
if we can climb these spiritual lessons and laws and peek over the the fence of our consciousness into something that's much broader and I think a lot more exciting that's that's where the gold is mark absolutely and I I can imagine that you are just floored when you see a client with light bulbs going off that are they didn't even know the light was in there how is I mean how does how do you keep contain your excitement when you see these clients just raising their level of awareness and their ability to have more of what they want in life you know it's it's a little like walk watching your child learn to walk for the first time you anticipate it you expect it you hold that that vision for your clients because I only accept clients that I know have the capacity to quote unquote walk right or learn to run or even fly or do do any of these things so when you are watching a client take those first steps towards success they may stumble a few times just like we do when we're learning to walk but ultimately the excitement I feed off of their excitement because it's incredible to watch someone make it from A to B on their own has nothing to do with me they're making it from A to B with the skill set that they came into this this planet with and I really feel like I'm more of a witness to it and what better job than to have a front oh, row absolutely yeah magic. well and pl- and you probably, you know, obviously learning something from each of these clients too that you then put in your bag of tricks on how to how to approach the next one. Is that fair? Yeah, I learned something from every client that I work with. They all have different methods and modalities and modus operandi on how they go about manifesting. And so I gather all the tools that everyone has used that I've watched. And some of them are tools on what not to do. Sure. I've watched clients do things that were completely converse to what would work. And so I'm able to use all of those in my little bag of tricks to help the clients that I work with currently avoid some of the pitfalls that I've seen happen in the past. Absolutely. So speaking to that point, what are some of the I guess we could talk about the pitfalls or the positive things, you know, that people do when they're working in that realm of unknown, um, you know, in the spiritual realm. What are some of the things you see that work for people? That work or what are the pitfalls? Um, the let's qu- go with work first. Let's go with the good side, the, the positives. And then I think we should touch on the pitfalls. The positive is really grasping on to the fact that you have got to stay focused on what is working even if it's something as simple as your feet are working and they're getting you from A to B or the water in your home is working and so you're able to take a shower and do your dishes. That breeds more things working out in your life. And once you learn to notice the trend that's happening in your mind in regards to what you're focusing on, then you can be more conscious of what you're going to attract more of. It's it's one of the universal laws. So if you're focused every morning on all the things that aren't working in your life, perhaps it's your your relationship or your job, or perhaps your car doesn't work properly, the AC is not working or the heat's not working, or there's a hole in your sock when you go to put your socks on. Those are the things that we really want to just look away from because there's so many things that are working in our lives and when we tap into the vibration of working of flowing of everything coming together in a way that provides 
an environment for success. When we focus on that, we're going to create success. Sure, you sure. You can't not. So you just try to meet them wherever they're at and say, hey, look at all this stuff that's working around you. Yeah, I just teach them to see it because it is all, I mean, you can choose to have it all working one day or you can have it the yeah, opposite. Th- that's one of the craziest thing about the human mind is that we, whatever we focus on, it's like that's the biggest thing. And despite all the blessings and amazing experiences we have in our life, it's like this thing's going to crash it. Well, it's like I have a son who is 15 and when he gets a zit, that's the only thing that you you know that he can see. Absolutely. Because when we have a quote unquote blemish, whether it's metaphorical or literal, we tend to focus on it. It could be a spot in the paint on our wall. It could be the one hair we didn't shave on our yeah. chin or you right. know whatever it is. Not that I have hair on my chin because right. I don't. But, you don't. But I you know, buy. if I were a man and I had hair on my chin. Sure, sure. So yeah, focusing on that and at least being aware of where your focus is. That's probably the first step that I would invite people to do is don't beat yourself up about it in the beginning. Just become aware of how often you're noticing the problems in your relationship as opposed to how many times you're noticing the great things about your relationship. And you'll learn real fast mm-hmm. where you are in that that whole pendulum swinging thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you, you start with, start with that. And then as they, as they progress, I mean, I imagine you give them next level stuff on and on up the scale. Well, then we can get personalized. So there are generic things that individuals can do that will improve their lives straight across the board. And then there are personalized things as if I were going to pick out a ski boot for you or a running shoe for you. I want to know what kind of running you do. I want to know what your gait is like. I want to know if you're trail running. I want to know if you're concrete running. I want to know if you're running on the beach. And that's where we get specific into the needs, wants, and desires of the individual client. And that's where one-on-one coaching really seems to excel. I can imagine. Yeah. As they bring up their own, their, their specific goals and dreams and say, Hey, I want to get this. And you can work with it. Yeah. That's awesome. So what what are some of the things you've seen that block people from, maybe you've seen patterns in, in your coaching clients that block people from getting to the next level after the next level? I think we're bumping up against limiting beliefs all the time. I know I do. I know that my kids do. I know that my clients do. And I guess I should define a limiting belief. That would be something that we've come to hold true because we've been taught it was true because the media has told us it's true or because somewhere we read that it's true it doesn't really matter where it came from but it's a belief that we hold is true that is not in fact true so money doesn't grow on trees well you're right it doesn't grow on trees but it could fall out of the sky literally into your bank account Mm -hmm. as if it were growing on trees and i've watched it happen in their clients lives i've watched it happen in my life so i know that money and wealth can be created in a short amount of time it can be attracted to you in a short amount of time and i had to have that belief system in order for it to happen so that would be the biggest thing is people have beliefs around you have to work hard in order to make money or a relationship is hard work or you know once you're in a relationship for a certain amount of time we don't make love anymore sure and a lot of people have that belief as interesting as that is and then there's a lot of people that don't have that belief that say hey i want to make love three times a day for the rest of my life to my partner or 
I have a belief that you stay married for the rest of your life, no matter how bad the marriage is. Or I have a belief that doesn't really matter. I might marry five times. But what your belief is, is going to color your world. So you, you've got to have a seat with this contract of beliefs that you've come up with. And you need to say, well, how true is that? How true is that that married couples don't have sex after 10 years? Yeah. How true is that really? Kind of interview yourself. How true is it that I can't go from a zero income to $10,000 a month income within the next six months? How true is that really? Yeah. When where did that belief come from? Yeah. Or that only a certain sector of the population makes money or that you have to have a college degree to make money or to go in and have an interview at, at one of these high-end jobs. How true is that? It's it's not true. It's not relevant, but we make it true and then it paralyzes us from dreaming, which is the biggest downfall for any of us is to be paralyzed from the dream because there is nothing to be lost from dreaming. Absolutely nothing. Close your eyes. Think about the dream, the fantasy, Think about what it is that you want your life to look like. Think about how you want to look in your life. What do you want your body to look like? How do you want to feel? You want to be pain-free? You want that pain to be gone? Because all of that has to be something that you're creating in your mind as the dream, as the fantasy. So did I answer your question? You did. That was absolutely phenomenal because it really does all come back to belief. And I think the way you said it is, is fantastic. You know, the way you tell them, hey, it's your beliefs that are creating it. I love that. Absolutely. And and you will find, I find, that people argue with the, the fact that they think a belief is a reality. So they'll say, no, but that is a reality. I can't earn over this amount of money. You don't understand. My profession's different than this profession. I cannot earn over this amount of money. While that may be true, let's say that that profession maxes out at this $20 an hour, right? What's not true is if they decide they want to earn $50 an hour, how could they shift to move into that different pay grade? They can't look at that because the belief system is just kind of has them on lockdown. Yeah. And so there's so many other things to look at that will make you correct in a different realm, in a different play box. So the example is, yes, you're correct. You cannot earn more than $20 an hour in this profession. However, if you tweaked it a little bit and you started to do this, then you could earn you know, $100 an hour. But you have to get to that space where you're allow you're allowing yourself to let go of the old beliefs, and it's scary because I can imagine it's, we built our whole lives on them, and the weight that we put on them is heavy, heavy, heavy. So to take away all of that heavy weight and just feel rather floaty on new belief systems that we haven't tested out yet. That is a, a nerve-wracking feeling, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Totally. Because we're like tearing up our old contract and saying, hey, I'm going <laughs> to... Without a new one. Absolutely. That's the thing. We don't have the new one yet. And so that's what's scary. I mean, even in divorces, you, there's a free fall. And that's kind of what this is. There's a free fall. You have no idea what the new decree is going to look like or what your parenting agreement is going to look like. You have no idea about anything. And so that's what this coaching work is like, is you're tearing up this old contract. You're saying, it doesn't work for me. It is a divorce in essence, of an old lifestyle, of an old way of being, of an old character that you've decided to play in the script of your life. And then you're 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 hiring yourself for a new role, but you don't know where the paycheck's gonna come from. And mm -hmm. and when I say you're the paycheck, you're gonna say bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money in my bank account. What do you mean I'm the paycheck? 
So that, that's where the transition is a little bit tough. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic, Tiffany. So for people interested in getting in touch with you, learning more about your coaching and, and talking with you, how can they get in touch with you? You can find me on Facebook at T-I-F-A-N-E, Falvey, F as in Frank, A-L, V as in Victor, E-Y, or my website is benefitsoflifecoaching.com. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by and talking with me. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. Until next time, that's the show and all the best health, wealth, and success. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.